Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Morning, saints. Father God, with a bowed head and bended knees, speak you this morning, God. Starting the day like all others, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to wake up for another day. And you, Father, to see past yesterday and forgive me for all sins, trespasses, and iniquity. Anything I have said or did that was not pleasing to you. Right now, Lord, I repent and I ask for forgiveness. Father, just to give me a second chance to redo yesterday. Father God, thank you for your unconditional love. Same love you want us to have one for another. Your mercy, Father, and your grace. And the patience for your examples, how you want us to treat one another, even one we look upon with undeserving eyes, with a resounding voice in our in our ear, in our minds, in our hearts, saying, with condition that we stand in judgment on who we think is worthy and deserving. Lord Jesus, you waited upon us, those that took turns and turn from our sinful ways and return back to the safety of your unchanging words. You waited for us to change and come back to you. Trusting it will be done in due season, right on time. But when we were yet in our sins, thank you, Lord, for your chastisement of our spirit in the time of need and for the many second chances that you gave us. Thank you, Lord, for the seven times seven. Let us not forget the blood. You washed us in your blood. Set us apart with God. You have equipped us with your spirit. Heard the mourns of your people and your captured every tear. You, Jesus, breathe the breath of life in us today and always. You've added new mercies, favor. We have a delighted smile when we know we have pleased you and acted and spoken in your goodness and of your goodness. Father God, Father God, every time I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that you've done for me, I enjoy you seeing you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You saved me. Me. You thought enough of me, Lord. You came and you saved me. As you, Lord, came in the flesh and you died so that I would have life. You expected me as I was clean to be used for your glory. Thank you, Lord. 
The walk is different now. Walk upright in your shadow. My thoughts are different. Not just about me. What I can do for you to best serve you, Lord. My voice even changes when I know I'm in the presence of your awesomeness, God. As I share your word with others. And the boldness that come over me knowing I am doing your will, Jesus. Waiting to hear what is next to do and to say with gladness. And we want to do your will, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for believing in me. I belong to you and I am glad. I am fearfully and wonderfully made through you, Lord Jesus. You made me to abide in you. I abide, as I abide in you, as you abide in me. And you make all the difference. All things are possible. Christ has sent enough. What is it about your children that you go all the way out for us, Lord? You said you knew us before we were formed in the desert. Yeah. While we were in, our, in your mother's womb. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. Please press 1 to accept and enter the online studio. Lord, as we attempt to follow your instructions for your life, we will wait on you, Lord Jesus. In our haste, be patient, Father. Talk to you live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live. com. Please press 1 to accept and enter the online studio. Talk to you live. This episode is being recorded and streamed live on TalkShoe.com. I am reminded that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings of an eagle and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Speak first your kingdom of God, Lord, and your righteousness, that all will be added unto us. Today is a new day. Seeking you, Jesus, while you can yet be found, your new mercies and your grace. And I think it's strange, Father God, right with expectation for today. You can hardly tame my gladness as a child as I wait with expectation. I am delighted in your way, Lord God, for they have never failed me. You are the I am, and you have given me the right to expect great things as you expect it from us. Oh God, they call on your name, Lord Jesus. That was power that can move a mountain in your name. Your name, Jesus, can change lives. Your name can convert a sinner. Your name can deliver, heal, and set free for all those that believe. They are nations, as Jeremiah spoke, full of people with hope and greatness. 
we are said to be the land of milk and honey. Now some sort of brokenness. There's a little love for us that can be found among the nations. There's a must. We must pray for our leaders that they get self out of the way. Hear the voice of Jesus Christ. Lord, be in the ear of the people and cast down hard hearts. Let the voice of Jesus migrate through the land. It's never too late. There was two or more gathered, Lord. You are in the midst. And we thank you. It's never too late. For you, God, are able to do in abundance what we can, can't even comprehend. Only if we seek your faith and your wisdom. Prayer does change things. It change the heart of man. Can change circumstances to make the impossible possible. You, Father God, make the difference, but this is the praise that belongs only to you. Lord Jesus, as we move throughout the day, lead and guide us, Lord Jesus. Open the doors you have prepared for us and close doors we have no need of. Lord God, I ask that you cover us in your blood the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet. Move the thorny path, Lord, as we walk, as we walk among least we dash our feet in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Cover our children and their children for generations to come in your blood, Jesus. Blood that can save and wash sins of man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the fence that we talk about that is needed to keep your people, the ones that call on the name of Jesus and the ones that we bring before you in prayer. Keep us the corral, least we stray to the left or to the right. Draw us and them near to you, Lord God. Show us the errors of our ways. Remind us in them, Lord. You are the Redeemer, and you bring them back to you with tender mercies and care in the name of Jesus. Here's a mother's love that I ask, Lord Jesus, not to be harsh. Whatever it takes, Lord Jesus, bring us back. Bring them back to you, Lord, to serve you, Lord God, in spirit and in truth. He said, raise a child in the way that they should go. When they are old, they will not depart. But I trust them, believe in your word, and it will be done what you said. All as we wait, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to see the move of your hand, firm and loving like only you can. We trust you, Lord, for our life. We are trusting and believing in you and the power of your might. We need you, Lord. We look to the hills which come up our help. Help us, you, Jesus. We seek. We seek you, God. We need your mercies and your grace. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we rest in you under the shadow of your bosom and in your mightiness and say yes to your will and to your way. For understanding straight is the road and narrow is the gate. It's such a small sacrifice in comparison to what has been given to us. But Lord Jesus, you have given us things called choice. For me and my house, the choice has been made. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you for abiding here and abiding in our house, Lord. For just to be able to praise you, we are grateful. I'm drawing near. We are expecting a word from on high, Lord God. We wait for Apostle Brooks, your servant, to bring what thus said the Lord. We wait in anticipation. Look at him. Keep him. Watch over him and his flock. Only you can. And hide him behind your shadow of the cross. In the name of Jesus. Bless his wife, First Lady Brooks. Keep her strong, Lord, in her convictions to serve you, Lord. Stand by the man's servant as he fulfills his assignment. Keep him. Keep them. Lord God, keep them, cover them, protect them, keep their children and their children's children for generations and generations and generations to come. Keep them covered in your blood, Lord Jesus, hidden behind your cross. And that's your blessing, Lord. Lord, don't forget the Judah family as we all get to the separating time. Pray, Lord, the peace of the Lord Jesus abound in all of us in the name of Jesus. Lord, let's not forget a special fair prayer for Sister Peg, Lord, as she heals and she gives strength back in her body to get back to the house of Judah. Let's not forget Deacon Lynn Roy and Brother Pete. Follow them, Lord. Let them know that you are Jesus. You are the Lord Christ. And they can lean and depend on you. Lord Jesus, I pray you hear the petition of me this morning, the servant that I'd like to be, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will be careful to give you all that is due to you in your name, honor, and glory. And then know the power of God. And with the name of Jesus, say amen. Well, God bless you. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Why is that, Apostle? Because in it, it is the opportunity to worship and serve our God. Let's go to the throne room. God bless you, woman of God, for praying. I'll pick up the baton, and let's continue to pray. Keys to prayer, prayer to the keys to the kingdom of God. They work interchangeable with our lives. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as again, we thank you for another day and another opportunity to share your goodness, your kindness, and your mercy. Thank your mercies renewed day by day. Thank God we don't have enough for mercy. God, I love you for it because, God, you are that kind of God that constantly smile on your children. Now, God, cover us in your blood and hide us behind your cross and keep us forever as our prayer. One more time, I make a petition, God. Fill my mouth with blood. Let the blood of Jesus Christ drench me, Lord, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Let the blood of Jesus be all over me, in my mouth, uh, in my ears, in my thoughts, God, upon my heart, uh, that your people, God, will hear and receive the word of the Lord. Now bind up every demon throughout the airway. 
and curse them and gag them, forbid them to speak or to deal with thy servant or thy people in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We do thank thee and we praise you and we honor thy name in the wonderful name and the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted amen and amen. Hey, on this morning we'll have a message I'm going to be preaching to you from First Samuel chapter 30. I want you to go to 1 Samuel chapter 30. The Lord has placed this word upon my heart. And, beloved, I believe that this is the time of victory. Yes, the Bible said that Jacob prospered during the time of famine. Matter of fact, he prospered a hundredfold more than he was prospering before the famine had hit. When you walk with God, there is no delay, nor, nor there is there no denial of what God God has promised for his people. I prophesy to you that God is blessing you more than you know. You just got to get up and claim it and stand on the promises of God. First Samuel chapter 30, you ought to be there by now. I'll begin in verse number one. And let's just read the word of the Lord together. You read what I'm reading, and I want you to get this, what God has to say to your heart and to your spirit. And it came to pass. When David and his men would come to Ziklag, on the third day, the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burnt it with fire, and had taken the women captive that were therein, and slew not any, neither great or small, but carried them away, and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters was taken captive. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voices and wept, till they had no more power to weep. David, two wives, was taken captive, Honion, a Jezreelite, and Abigail the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people speck of stone in him, because of the souls of all the people was grieved. Every man for his son and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abathah, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring hither the ephod. And Abathon brought hither the ephod to David. David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? He watched this, and he answered him, Pursue. Thou shalt surely overtake them without fail, recover all. So David went, he and 600 men that were with him, and came to the brook, the sword, where those that were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and 400 men, and 200 aborted behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook of the sword. I want to talk to you this morning from the thought, pursue and recover all. 
said with me to yourself, pursue and recover all. But there's a subtopic. We will get it all back. Make it personal. I will get it all back. Beloved, I want you to talk. I want to talk to you. I want your spirit man to adhere, become like a magnet to God. Every story deals with a time. Or you could say every life deals with a time. In the epistle of James, chapter 4, verse 14, it says that life is like a vapor that appears for a little time and then it vanishes away. Life is just a short span of consciousness of existence. Hear me. Upon this earth. It is a precious gift from God. It is fragile. It is here today, we used to say, and gone tomorrow. But that has changed, beloved. It is here today and gone today. So when God makes us a choice of a person or someone, he anoints them for a reason. Now, time to God is simply short. Second Peter 3 and 8, it says this way, and I'm using the NIV to give you this. But do not forget this one thing, dear friend. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. The King James says it this way. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. In other words, God is not concerned so much of time as we are. Psalms 94 says it this way. A thousand years in his sight are like a day that has just gone by. Or like a watchman in the night. In other words, you have been chosen in a time, in a season for a purpose. Here we come to the story of David. God anoints him before he even appoints him to his destiny. Many of you all have been anointed. But you've never received the appointment from God to know what your chosen job or assignment is from God. Now God anoints David. You recall that David never even came to the anointing service. Jesse and all of his sons were there, but Samuel, Samuel became disturbed because uh, God told Samuel, go to Jesse's house and anoint me a king. But the oil would not flow. Why is that? Because the anointed one was hid. I'm talking to someone now. Under the sound of my voice, you've been anointed and appointed, but you've been hid by God. Finally, God says to Samuel, Tell Jesse, there's a problem. Jesse go, oh, by the way, I have another son, but he's in the field. He's taking care of the sheep. In other words, he's not qualified to be appointed, to be anointed by God. The very person that you think 
If God is not anointed, it's the one that God appointed and anointed. I'm so glad how God works this. Now God anoints David. And from the time of his anointing to the time he reached the throne, it's 15 years. 15 years. Hell and struggle. Hold the thought. There's another man that had been anointed and appointed, given land by God named Caleb. But he had to wander and drift for 40 years with a bunch of people that murmured and complained. Can you imagine waking up every morning to those that constantly complain and murmur about life? They never have anything good to say. It's always negative. Always moaning and complaining. 40 years, Caleb was given the land by God. He could not receive it because he had connected himself with murmurs and complainers. Now stop by and tell you this morning, be careful who we connect ourselves to. Because everybody that's with you is not for you. Everybody that loves your anointing is not there for your anointing. Some are there to zap your anointing. They're haters. David had plenty of them. There's another man named Joseph was anointed and appointed. At the age of 17, his brothers throws him in a pit. And from the pit to prison, from prison to the palace, 30 years of age now, the anointing began to work afterwards. He's appointed to second in command of Egypt. He was only anointed to preserve his entire family, yet they were the ones that were trying to destroy him. Is it not strange the very people you try to help, they stop helping themselves and start trying to destroy you? Then they have the obligatory goals to talk about you spiritually. This is the way David felt. This is the way Joseph felt. This is the way Caleb felt. Abraham is another. Appointed but had to wait. Now his story is a little different. Because he was a rich man. He didn't have to suffer too much. Bible says he was very, very, very rich. But he still had to wait for the appointed time for a son to be born. My last character I bring to you before I deal with David is Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says it this way. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before I called thee or came forth from your mother's womb, I sanctified thee. I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nation. He was anointed and appointed. Listen at the story with David. David is back there at the Philistine camp. It ran from Saul. Now you remember David killed Goliath, which was part of the Philistine. But now because David is fighting Saul, an angry leader who hates you. 
Listen, have you ever been anointed with your second? And the person that's before you ain't got nothing in their life? But yet you've been anointed instead of being first, your second. David is anointed. Saul is on the throne. God had taken the spirit from Saul. And Saul hated him because of the anointing on his life. The Bible said David behaved himself wisely. In other words, he kept his attitude right. No matter how Saul treated him, David remained wisely. He said this one statement, I will not touch God's anointed. You put all on him. You deal with him. I'm not going to corrupt my spirit with folks that don't like me. You should never corrupt your spirit with those that hate you, those that are jealous of you, those that carry animosity against you, those that are backstabbers. Never corrupt your spirit. Remain wisely unto God. Here's the story that God had to deal with with David. David is with the Philistine now. He figured that Saul wouldn't chase him anymore. Then when the Philistine Lord found out David was there, they didn't want him there anymore. They felt like David would turn on them and kill them and take their heads back to Saul and make peace with him. So they told David, you got to go. So one of the lords gave David the land of the Ziklag. Now Ziklag belonged to Judah. Then it left Judah and went to Simeon. Now it's in the hands of David. David is on his way back to Ziklag. Him and 600 men. Now you remember over in 1 Samuel 20 or 22, it said that David was in the cave of Adumalam with 400 men. Who were those 400 men? Those that were in distress. Those that was in death and those that was discontent with life. They needed a leader. Y'all follow me here. Now David has picked up 200 more men who was worthless. Now he got 600 men who were worthless. All they needed was a champion. You see, sometimes God anoints you and he puts you in worthless situations. To try your heart to see, are you worthy of the test that's coming to you? David kept on dealing with them. Now he headed back to Ziglag, where his family is. I want to stop to tell you a few things. I can look back in my own life. I've neglected my own family to preach to others. I've traveled the globe. To win souls everywhere. And I've lost a lot. I've lost two wives. You say because of the gospel. Well let me help you with it beloved. Because you're fighting somebody else's fight. You're leaving home undone. David was over at the Philistine camp. Fighting other people's fight. Leaving his home unprotected. Leaving his wives and children unprotected. But he got a call on his life because he'd been anointed. Now you got to trust God in these situations. 
Now when David get the Ziglag, the Amalekites have burned it down. And all 600 men with David begin to weep and cry. They cried all day long. They cried until there were no more tears to cry or shed. They cried till their belly was aching. Cried till their eyes were swollen. Then they turned on David. Now, why do you want to kill me? And I've been over here fighting with you too. That's the way people are doing you. You have lost just as much as they have lost. You have suffered just as much as they have suffered. But they'll turn on you like a mad dog. They turn on David and want to stone David. Why you want to stone me? My wife and children are gone too. My family has been taken captive. And David quickly grabbed hold to himself. And he stopped crying. And he began to encourage himself in the Lord. So I stopped by to tell somebody, you need to stop crying. You've been crying too much. You've been moaning too much. You've been complaining too much. Stop and encourage yourself in the Lord. What do that mean, preacher? That means giving praise right now. That means to become thankful of everything in your life. That means to give him praise. Where you are. David began to encourage himself in the Lord. Then he turned to Abathon, the priest. He got enough sense to go back to God's man and say, talk to me, preacher. He said, give me what I need to go before God. Give me the ephah. And when you put on the ephah and go before God, God got to answer you. David was under distress with the rest of them. He encouraged himself now. And he go before the Lord. He said, Lord, shall I pursue the truth? And the Lord began to talk to David and said, Pursue David and go and overtake them without failure, then recover all. I stopped by to tell you the devil stole a lot from us. But now it's time for us to pursue and recover it all. I stopped by to tell you that what you lost. It's only been in storage. I stopped by to tell you the devil stole it from you, but it's still your stuff. I stopped by to tell you we've lost homes, cars, land, husband, wife, children. We've lost a lot. But it's time to pursue now. It's time to recover all that belongs to you and I. All the stuff the devil told and stole from you is over in his camp. We're getting ready to go back and get it. But I want to show you how God works for you. David is on his way to pursue, and he finds a young man in the field, an Egyptian from Egypt, running around in the field. And the men brings him to David, and David asks him, where are you from? He said, from Egypt. He said, what you doing here? He said, my master left me here three days ago because I fell sick. David said, you know where the Malachites are? He said, yes, sir. I can take you right to them. But make a promise and swear to me, you won't take my life. And David promised him, I won't take your life. And that young man led him to the camp. Like God is getting ready to do for you and I. I declare and decree this week that God will put somebody in your pathway. 
that's going to give you a word from the Lord to let you know where your stuff is. I want you to understand that God has never forgotten your stuff. David began to move in now. All the 400 men with him, 200 left back at the river, at the brook of Bessoa. 200 of them are fainting. But I got 400 men with me, and they're just as angry as I am. And now David invades the Amalekites, uh, and he began to fight from the morning to the sunset. Uh, all day long, can you see them tolling? All day long, they're fighting to get the stuff back. Uh, I stop by to tell you, it may take you all day long to praise him. It may take you all day long to study and to seek his face. Uh, but I guarantee you, at the end of the sunset, God will give you the victory to get your stuff back. Now watch David. David began to pursue him and cut up. Men jumped on the camels about 400, and they ran. And David took all the spoil. I want you to see, beloved, how God works. Because what the devil has stole for you and I, God said pursue and recover it all. Get your stuff back. Stop whining and complaining. Stop bickering and murmuring. I pursue. I know you've ever looked at the story on TV, cops and robbers. You see cops chasing the robbers. He's pursuing. He's pursuing with all anger, with all the desire to overtake. Let me help you. I'm not through. God said to David, go recover. Gain back your stuff. That belonged to you, David. Now David took all his stuff back. He got his wives back. And his sons and his daughters. And 400 men with him. Get their wives and their children back. I'm telling not only Judah, but all of you under the sound of my life. Go get your stuff back. Stop settling for what the devil have done. God speaks to David. When David on his way back to the camp now, one of them had the bitter gall to say, we ain't giving no spoil to those that stayed at the brook of Bishore. They didn't come and fight with us. They don't deserve nothing. David turned around and said, who are you? None of this stuff belonged to none of us. God gave it to us. And they have just as much right to get some of the spoils of the victory because they stayed with the stuff while we were fighting. David began to pass out the spoils. I'm out of here. In other words, he was saying to those, stop bickering because you have to fight harder than others. They deserve to be blessed too. They may not have been on the battlefield like you and I, but they deserve to be blessed. They have stayed with the stuff while we've been on the battlefield. God is a fair God. Bible says in Matthew 22 and 14, for many are called, but few are chosen. I'm out, y'all. Here's what God is saying to you and I. I called you and I anointed you and I appointed you. Fifteen years David waited 
just to sit on the throne. Some of us have been struggling for years, but we've been unknowing it. And now the appointed time have come, and God's getting ready to put you in your position. Yes, beloved, I want to give you a few words from the Hebrew Revelation. One of them is called Ku. The word Ku means uh, to give him your best, uh, or to lift up a praise unto God, uh, and to shout hallelujah. In other words, it means to hold on to what you got. The other one is Sanak. The word Sanak means let me lean on you. Every now and then, we all get a little weary, but we need somebody to lean on. That's what Jesus come in, and he gives us a leaning post to lean upon him. But while you're pursuing, while you're recovering, everything that belongs to you, you may need a leaning post. Then here's the last word, Haya. Haya means I'm alive. Haya means I got the victory. Say it with me, Haya. Haya means I got my stuff back. Haya means I pursued the devil and I took my stuff back. Haya means I got victory in my life. Haya means Doors are going to open for my life. Hayah means God is with me in everything I attempt to do. Hayah means I am more than a conqueror. Pursue and recover all that belong to you. Can you imagine after David they whooped the Amalekites. All the 400 was with him. Remember, they were the men that was full of distress and doubt and death and discontent. They got a sense of awareness now. We have a champion in the midst of our life. God is saying to you and I, stop the crime. Stop the grieving. I'm going to show you something. When grief comes, guilt comes. And then when guilt comes, your emotion goes to regret. And you look back and say, I wish I would have done things a little different. I wish I would have stayed home more. I wish, I wish, I wish. But when you have been anointed, and been appointed. God fights the battles now. For the battle is not ours, but the Lord. Have you ever given everything you had to folks? Your back is against the wall and see nobody was there for you. You loaned money, you gave money, they never paid back. You'd have more stuff if you hadn't given away a lot of stuff. This is the way David felt, even through the battle. Now, if you ever conquer betrayal, betrayal is one of the greatest demons of life. It will break your back. 400 of them, 600 of them, 
want to stone him. How are you going to betray me like that? What I'm glad about, David encouraged himself in the Lord. I want you to stop grieving. Stop dealing with guilt. Stop dealing with regret. And pursue and recover your stuff. Whatever the devil stole from the Lord said today, begin to pursue it. Go get it. Now when God speaks and tells you to do a thing, you ain't got to worry about the oppositions. Don't worry about the roadblocks. Don't worry about the hindrance. Don't worry about the haters. If you ain't hated, you ain't doing nothing. Don't worry about them. Pursue and recover your stuff. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, is again we thank you, Father. Thank you for the opportunity and the power of our spirit to pursue and to recover our things that have been stolen by the devil. Thank you, Lord, for keeping all what you've given to us in storage. Jesus Christ is the key to unlock the doors of the storage now that we can get our stuff out of there. We can be blessed. God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice to encourage their hearts. They may begin to praise and worship you. Stop the crying. Stop the murmuring and complaining. Stop the regret. Stop the guilt. Stop the grieving. And start pursuing those things that you have promised them. You promised them the education. Some will not pursue the schooling. Let them begin to rise up and pursue it. You've given many visions and dreams to us, God. Now encourage their heart to pursue after it, God. Take back all that belongs to us and plus more. I thank you for that, Lord. I bless these under the sound of my voice. Hey, if you're on the prayer line and you're not saved, I want you to simply ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart and save you. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, then shall thou be saved. Jesus Christ loved you. He died for you. He shed his blood. My God, Jesus was a bloody man. If you could have seen the blood from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, they beat him with the cats of a nine tail. They brutally beat him all day, all night. Then sent him up a hill with a cross. Blood bleeding and straining from his body. He's weak. All of his garments soaked in blood. He died for you. Give him a fair chance to come into your life. Give him a fair chance. Give him a fair chance to save you. Somebody say, well, I tried it. It didn't work. No, you don't try God. You invite God in. And when you do, God will change your life. He'll show you why you were created. And guess what? 
You'll have the victory to pursue and recover all that the devil stole from you. Hey, this is your Apostle T. Brooks. I bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hey, beloved, if you want the support of the ministry, I want you to go to the app and put in dollar sign, capital D-O-D-E-L-I-V, and send your love offering in. Not call Sister Carol. You know her number. And if you don't, call Sister Martina. You know her number. And, hey, they'll lead you to where you need to give to support the ministry. Hey, I'm praying for you. Pray for me. It's good to be online with you. I took a couple of days off. Y'all got a little weary, but I, I ain't going nowhere. I just still have us to do some things. And listen, beloved, we are a team. You have to learn to step up like God says. We've been anointed and appointed to do things for God. So let's cross over the brook and go get our stuff back. Whatever the devil stole from you, go get it back. The devil, today is your last day fighting me and my family. See, if the devil can't get to you, he go after your children. can't get to your children, get your mate, your wife, your husband. He wants somebody to make you pay. But guess what? The power of the blood of Jesus will make it run in tear. Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. God bless you. You all have a blessed day. I'm out. God bless you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.